Welcome to City Speaks, a podcast produced by the students of City Times Media. I'm your host, Marlena Harvey, and today we have Tristan Hartley back with us. Hi, Tristan. Hi, everyone. We're going to talk about polyamory today. So let's go ahead and start off. Tristan, you want to tell us a little bit about what polyamory is? Yeah, so uh, last week we had a speaker at our Taboo Topics uh, come and kind of tell us like polyamory 101. So it was like, here's some definitions. Uh, let's go over kind of your questions and and see kind of like bust some of the myths that were out there. So it was really fun. Uh, this individual was really amazing. Um, so what is polyamory, Marlena, right? Um, and, and kind of what is this idea of like non-monogamous relationships? Um, so polyamory literally translates to like many loves. So what it means is basically uh, refers to a type of ethical non-monogamy in relationships in which people have multiple loving, romantic, or sometimes even just emotional kind of relationships. So they don't have to be sexual. Um, but basically you have like multiple partners um, and uh, our speaker kind of went through the different ways this could look like. Um, and there's so many ways. One of the things that stuck out to me was kind of relationship hierarchy or like a polyamory hierarchical group, which is where like you have a primary partner and you have, you know, all existing partners consensually are in this relationship, but it would be like your primary partner is your, you know, your priority. And then you kind of, have these priorities not to say that one partner's needs are more important than the other just that kind of you are stating where your needs are in your relationship so it was a really good example of of one way that polyamory exists in in, in relationships but i think the one thing i took away from it was that um and like all things this exists on a spectrum so there's no right way to be polyamorous um so many different reasons to be polyamorous too between your own personal choices or your religion you know there's so many different okay right yeah. so that, that was another thing that we kind of spoke on was the difference in polyamory and polygamy right and so a lot of folks are kind of like well they're they're the same and even laurel you know our co-presenter our co-facilitator was talking about could you kind of tell me the difference of polyamory and polygamy and i thought it was a good question to clarify um, polygamy is, is definitely, um, also ethical non-monogamy, but it's roots are based in religious kind of ideals or functions. And so many times it's a husband that has many wives just because it's religious based and polyamory, I think is more like queer and like, um, there's no real structure to the, like the way that it usually manifests and not to say polygamy always does right yeah versus you know uh, like you said a hierarchy like the husband and the wives versus a relationship where every single party is there and ha getting all of their needs filled and they're all choosing to be there right yeah. exactly and in bringing up that word needs is something that you know the speaker alexa really spoke about was kind of um a lot of folks have this myth that people in these polyamorous relationships are looking outwardly because they're not fulfilled and she was like it's usually the complete opposite you're so fulfilled with your relationship that you're like let's explore and like just have fun yeah have more relationships and more kind of experience of of like that's what it's about right this yeah. human experience and so i just thought it was a beautiful kind of reframe of um you know the traditional monogamous relationships mm -hmm. that that kind of exist in western society as this predominant um kind of 
factor, but Alexa was also saying about 5% of the population in, in the world is polyamorous, which is the same amount of LGBTQ individuals. That's so incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And a lot of folks actually don't know that. And so it was really just an interesting thing. Um, there's so many terms, you know, I would encourage folks to look up things if you're interested. Um, one term that stuck out to me was monogamish. So um, monogamish, because I was like, what is this? This is so cool. I want to get it right. So I wrote it down to tell you. It's uh, couples who consider themselves monogamous may be in a committed partnership that socially pair bonded but have an agreement that one or both may engage in some level of sexual activity. This could also just be like, let's say like me and you, Marlene, are in a relationship and you're like, let's be monogamous and I like we can both flirt with other people. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like sexual activity. Um, or in, or bringing in or bringing in a third party into your relationship. Yeah. But not per, but not permanently just for one, one situation or, you know, a few. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, these, it really increases communication in your relationships, right? So a lot of this is just knowing yourself, knowing your boundaries and having a lot of self-awareness to exert your needs and not be ashamed of them. And like, we've been talking this whole time, right? You know, yeah. that kind of shame. And a lot of this is just breaking down those barriers, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we all know the stats of infidelity in, in this world, right? And yeah. sometimes if we were just to have, like, opened up and created safety in our partnership, um, we could have maintained relationship and kind of just been like, let's explore together. And what does this look like and what does this mean? That's the most important thing is communication. People are secretive about their, you know, cheating, for instance. A lot of people just cheat instead of talking to their partner about maybe doing something together. So it's, it's that communication, communication, communication. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes overly so, right. You have, you have these needs or these desires, right. Or as we've kind of explored the topics of eroticism throughout this kind of podcast too, um, it's okay to have these desires. What do they mean to me and how can I explore my sexuality and in a way that feels good and authentic and safe? Yeah. Um, and, and that's like, all the topics, this is one layer to that. And I'm just like, it was a wonderful way. It was actually wrapping up our, our series, our structured series. And it was a wonderful way to just kind of close out everything. Um, yeah. Another question that was kind of brought up was, and we talked about this with the kink topic as well, Marlena, it was, uh, how do you navigate talking with your partner about like wanting to be polyamorous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because that's like, definitely it's a difficult topic to bring up to someone who might not have ever talked about it before either. So, right. Yeah. And I think uh, what Alexa said was always just to keep the door open, that it's not shutting the door on your partner. It's figuring out what this means to us. Um, it doesn't say it doesn't mean that you have to be polyamorous. It's just not shutting the door in the face of your partner. Exactly. Or even as you're dating in the dating world, you might encounter profiles that say polyamorous, like instead of shutting the door to that individual, just being curious about what does this mean to you? And, yeah. and kind of like, um, how, how can we develop a relationship and like, just learn and be curious, you know? 
I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends the other day about dating apps and, you know, how people put that in their bio. And I think it's super interesting that one of the main topics that he brought up is he's actually made friends on these dating apps just by talking to people about what's in their bio and asking questions about their sexuality. And he goes, I might not have met somebody that I personally wanted to date through it, but I learned so much and I made friends through just that communication in general, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely an important thing in education, right? We're always yeah. learning. That's been part of like the best part of this taboo topic series. It's just been like kind of getting a deep dive into topics that you know rarely are discussed so publicly. And they should um, be in the education system to <laughs> educate kids, you know, because how are kids going to yeah. know what they or not kids or how are growing teenagers going to know eventually what they want in the future without even knowing that some of these things exist or or even that they're okay. You know, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's a lot to have to unlearn those things about your body in your twenties, and yeah, and figure out what that might mean for yourself. So, if we were taught this as kind of like, you know, empowering our bodies and and learning about the different ways that relationships exist, um, and the ways that we can show up as our authentic selves, it would really just create a more cohesive kind of community. And yeah, honestly, you know. Um, and ex- and being more accepting, part. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and not being so, and not being scared of things you don't understand as well, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. and then embracing it with curiosity, like I said, exactly. Husband, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, because we could all probably think of a fantasy that if we told somebody, we would be like, oh no, yeah, you know, I mean, like, oh no. Um, so it's just embracing it with empathy and, and understanding that, that culturally we have put kind of this shame around this topic, but for thousands of years, sex has been celebrated, uplifted, drawn, you know, um, a lot of oppression has happened to really cover up that sexuality. And it's important that we start, um, undoing that and, and yes. just embracing who we are as a people yes. and, um, instead of with judgment, you know, just letting people be them. This has been City Speaks Sex and Sexuality. I'm your host, Marlena Harvey. Join us next week for episode six. Thanks, everyone, and have a wonderful rest of your day.